Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Heavenly Places. Tonight, Jameer is going to be talking about fasting. Um, but he's not here right now. So we're going to play a little song first and, and give him a chance to get in. Yeah, I, I'm not so I might have, so I must have muted myself somehow then. Because sure yeah, your mic was open, I was yeah, I was talking to you, and 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 you didn't talk back to me. Well, I thought it, I must have muted myself out there. <laughs> um, sorry about that. Um, well, I'd like to walk, welcome everyone. Sorry for the tech, my my technical difficulties with that. Um, I just thank everyone for joining the podcast this evening. Um, Heavenly faces. Uh, with uh, Dorothy, I heard her mention already about what we were talking about this evening um, about our fasting, and I want to talk about several di- different aspects of fasting. But uh, before we uh, go into that, actually, I want us to uh, open up in, in prayer, and particularly, I want to pray pray for um, because, of course, one of the main things is on my mind. As uh, for the government shutdown, um, we have a lot of things going on, a lot of things going on behind the scenes, and we have a lot of people that are, I believe, some of them are on two or three weeks without a paycheck, which is uh, very, very unfortunate. So we want to lift, lift them up, pray, pray for our elected officials, presidents, so they can get get a deal done, something done, so we can get people employed. I mean, well, back into receiving a check for the work that they're doing because we don't want the situation to get worse, even though it's, it's a good possibility it could. So we're going to just pray, you know, if our Father is the one that answers the prayers and, and moves on the heart of people. <clears throat> Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy, Father Lord. Uh, we lift up our, our nation, Father Lord. Um, Father, we, we particularly lift up the people, Father Lord, who who work for the federal government, um, who may be without a at a position where they're not receiving a check, Father Lord, where they're not um, maybe to pay their bills, their rent, their gas, food, get their children back and forth, or whatever the case may be, Father Lord. You know the situation that everyone is going through. <clears throat> Father, I, I pray, Father Lord, first that you would get them provision. <clears throat> During this time, Father Lord, that you would guide and direct them, Father Lord, um, to places to go, to get resources, Father Lord, and also that you would multiply things miraculously, Father. Um, that if their gas would increase, God Lord, or or their gas tank, Father Lord, or or the food and their uh, their refrigerator, Father Lord. And some people don't even have medication, Father, or running low on medication. Whatever the situation, the circumstance is, help them, Father. Um, and also pray for all the other situations going on, the people who are having the, the, the horrible weather, Father Lord, um, that you will protect, Father Lord. Uh, there's so many things going on that we can pray for. Father, I lift up to all the listeners on this podcast. I pray them for their salvation. I pray Lord for their health, direction for their lives, oh God, um, decisions that they are trying to make, Father. We ask these things in your son name. Amen. Amen. Um, okay, so this evening we're going to talk about, uh, fasting, um, there's actually a document, a few, few documents I want to look at, 
Um, as a, actually, this right here is very good that I've seen. It is a practical guideline for fasting. Um, and if you're familiar with the author, uh, minister, uh, Derek Prince, he's a great de uh, deliverance minister, theologian. Um, of course, we know where he's at right now in a much better place than we are. Um, but uh, he had this uh, this form that I have been studying um, for guidelines for or principles, you know, for fasting. Uh, and I actually wanted to start off with that. Um, for the Christian who is led by the Holy Spirit, neither prayer nor fasting should never become a fixed legal requirement such as was imposed under the Israel, under the law of Moses, okay? A Christian may therefore feel perfectly free at any time to change his pattern of prayer and fasting as circumstances may require or the Holy Spirit may direct. He should never allow this to bring him under any sense of guilt or self-condemnation. So basically, one of the guidelines for fasting is a lot of times we can get very, very, very religious with things. Um, we should always try to avoid that. You know, we don't want to get very religious, very legal with things. You want to do things always as led by the Holy Spirit. So if you feel the Holy Spirit is leading you to uh, uh, some type of fast and it doesn't have to be food, it could be media, technology, um, all types of things. Um, as, as far as abstaining for that time period, which you would participate in instead of spending that time meditating, reading the Word of God, and prayer, and asking them for answers. So don't don't ever get stuck in a legalistic thing. And then also, if you're um, not fasting, not not to feel guilty or condemned because you're not doing those types of things. You know, of course, I believe it, it's good, and I believe our Father wants us to or his desire. But if we're not doing that, I don't believe you should feel guilty or any type of self condemnation. Another thing, every Christian who decides to make a fast um, as part of their personal uh, spiritual discipline, uh, you will be wise to uh, set aside one or more specific periods each week for this purpose. And this way, fasting becomes part of a regular spiritual discipline, just as the same as prayer. So you just kind of also don't want to kind of do things on a whim. You know, like, oh, okay, I think I fast. You actually want to do um set up five times, maybe it's a day, maybe it's a week, whatever it may be, a month, um, a half a day, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you kind of uh, set some type of pattern for creatures, people, uh, beings of habit, you know, once you do things certain times, so many times become re repetitive and things like that, uh, and actually, in a way, that does help, help you out. So, again, that's the type of the balance thing that you need to have as far as leading by the Holy Spirit. Um, and, of course, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but if you're on, like, some type of medication um, or suffer some kind of diseases, uh, so you want to be also have some type of medical advice, you know, um, just, just as advisory to consult with your health physician, you know. So those are some of the guidelines. Um, also, when you fast, you want to have a, basically enter it on a positive note. 
or have positive faith. Um, <clears throat> you need to be determined um, to seek God diligently by fasting. Um, because we, when we're fasting, you know, a lot of times we think, okay, I'm just food as an example. I'm not eating food, and that's enough, you know, but it, that's not all to it. You know, you have to have this attitude, okay, that I'm doing this so I can have a clear mind, so I can seek my father diligently. And that's what it's about. And I'll, I'll give you some examples of that later on. Um, also, another thing is uh, you don't want to uh, wait for some type of emergency to drive you to fasting. Again, let's talk about the preparation. Um, don't emergency do happen sometimes when you got to fast. And I can give you an example of scripture on that, but the thing is it's better to be consistent. It's better to be built up spiritually than you wait until the last minute that something happens that you're not prepared. But if you if you kind of make preparations for things, then uh, when like that emergency happens, then you might be, I believe, more prepared spiritually to deal with it. Um, also, another thing is uh, set in certain objectives when you're fasting. So you can even like kind of like, I guess, write these things down. What do you want to accomplish by this fast? What do you hope to achieve spiritually? Um, maybe you're fasting about, you're trying to get clarity on if you should apply for a job, move to a different city, um, have a relationship with someone or invest in this type of finances or support this ministry. All these types of things you want to kind of list out when you fast, and that way when it's over, um, it's a way for you to mark and measure yourself when it's over um, because the Lord, he does speak, and he gives you direction if you ask, ask for help, you know. So in a way, writing these things down is a way of uh, giving you objectives and also asking for help. Um, also, uh, another thing is that, you should check your motives when you fast. You know, a lot of times you fast like, oh, man, I'm doing all these things. I'm doing, I'm fasting for God, and I'm being a good, super-duper Christian. Um, no, don't don't have that type of attitude when you fast. I mean, you must come to them in a submissiveness and being humble, not thinking, oh, I'm superior to someone else because I'm fasting, and they're not fasting. No, <laughs> you know, um, so these are some of the things uh, that you should consider <clears throat> with fasting. Now I want to give you uh, ten examples. From, excuse me, I got a little bit of congestion, but um, ten examples of uh, scriptures from uh, fasting and basically why they were fasting. Um, uh, in Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter nine, verses uh, nine through eighteen, we have Moses fasted before receiving the Ten Commandments. Um, so Moses fasted for 40 days when he went up to the mountains to receive the commandments of God written on stone tablets. And um, 40 days is uh, an unusual type of fast, especially with, without any food. It's actually a kind of miraculous fast. Um, but it says he went on a 40-day fast, and we're just going to basically uh, – Assumed that he did not eat or drink anything, <laughs> you know. You know the human body 
just only a certain amount of periods that they could uh, survive without taking water. And that's, of course, uh, it is led by the Spirit. So here we have Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9 through 18. <clears throat> he uh, fasted in preparation of getting these commandments from the God. Um, now, I mentioned earlier about the uh, emergency type fast or something urgent comes up, and uh, we have David avoiding his child's illness uh, in Second Samuel chapter 12, verses 1 to 23, which is a kind of unfortunate situation, but it, it happens. Um, after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba, he, he learned that she was pregnant, and David had her husband executed so that he could take her to be his wife. And at some point after the baby was born, Nathan the prophet confirmed, confronted David about his sin, and David confessed and repented. But uh, even though David repented before God, there was still, I guess some people would say, consequences for his actions. Um, I'm not sure whatever the case may be, but uh, the baby, you know, became very ill, and David, he went to uh, pray and fast for this child, and he knew that basically the guy said what was going to happen to the end result of the child, and uh, so David ended up uh, not eating or drinking while the child was ill, and of course, after the I believe it was seven days when his son died and then his servants told him about it. David got up and he went from morning and then he began to eat. So um then we have in first Kings chapter nineteen verse forty eight. Elijah he was fasted while uh, escaping from uh, Jezebel. So we know the the wicked queen Jezebel threatened to kill the prophet Elijah after he had won the great victory the prophet of Baal on Mount Carmel, and Elijah fled to Beersheba, where he left his servants, and then he traveled alone, and then he went into the wilderness, and um, he fasted while he was there, you know, <laughs> and he prayed, and he actually prayed, you know, like, God, let me die, please, I want to die, you know, um, of course, we know that uh God told him to get get up from there, you know, because he he wanted him to go uh, <clears throat> anoint some people, and uh, also told him today, you're not the only one that's still here. I, I still got things going on, you know. So that's Elijah. Then we have Ezra. Um, Ezra fasted also while mourning over sin. So the Jews began to return to Israel after Babylon's captivity. And yet they had disobeyed God's law during their captivity. And Ezra gathered all the people together to confront them for their sins. Ezra, actually that's in Ezra 10, chapter 6 to 17. Um, and it doesn't really say how, how long the fast was. So uh, some people, scholars, they believe that it was uh, three days that they fasted um, for this as as like a type of uh, repentance assassin confronting their sins, you know, so they could turn from what they was doing back to the things that our father got. So that's uh, Ezra, you know, calling through the fast. Then we know um, right here, everyone knows about this fast, Esther. 
Esther, she fasted for the safety of the Jews. Jews. Um, Esther 1 1. <coughs> Excuse me. Mordecai heard that the Jews were in were to be exterminated from the kingdom. Um, and of course, the kingdom stretched from, guess what, India to Ethiopia. And the reason for the genocide was because one man, Haman, did not like Mordecai and his family. He felt that Mordecai did not show him the proper respect. So, um, Esther decided, man, I need to uh, fast. So uh, she fasted for three days, you know. Um, she fasted for three days, and uh, after the fast, we know what happened, that the Jewish people were saved um, by the grace and mercy of the Father. Um, so even now, whenever I'm, I'm giving these examples, I have some more examples to give you, but as I, I go through these different examples, you can kind of compare some of these situations to people in your life, you know. Maybe uh, you have people overseas, you know, that or groups that you're, you're you want to pray for, um, one particular group that that uh, they're trying to genocide. Um, of course, we know about the Israel people, but we also have a uh, a group called the Kurds. They're 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 a Christian group, or not all of them, but it's a, a lot of groups Kurds in a country called Iraq, and they really don't have their own country, but they kind of live in Iraq. But they're trying to be geno- genocide. So that's a group that you can kind of fast about and even uh for for our people who are believers and Christians that are in Muslim Muslim nations so they're Arabic people but they're um being singled out because of their belief in Jesus and we even have uh, some Palestinians who uh, live in live in areas that are around Bethlehem that I say that they are uh, being persecuted by, uh, of course, Muslim Palestinians because of their belief. And even in some cases, uh, they're being persecuted, which is kind of weird, but they're being persecuted by Israel too because we have Israel, a lot of people in Israel, Jewish people, they uh, have turned away from God and they're very secular too. So we have, which is kind of an odd situation, we have, a group of Palestinians who are Christians, they're being uh, persecuted by Palestinians, people in their own group, and also Israel people who are more secular, you know. But I see, uh, I believe the Father, people are passing and things are changing. And a lot of, uh, I hear a lot of Jewish people in Israel actually converting from being very, very religious, um, of course, even secular, to the uh, faith of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, um, a name that they don't really like over there. But it's just different different examples, and even like this situation about fasting for the government, but which had, or their nation was Ezra was on. We can also do that for here in America. Fast. We know we got situations going on, not just with this this wall thing. That was very that's a very important issue, and the people, the federal workers, very very important issue. But we have fires going on, and storms, and catastrophes. We have homeless people. At one of the most wealthiest countries in the nation, these are all different issues and things that uh, we should think about and fast upon, you know. Um, okay, those are just some examples I threw out there. Um, also in the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 6, verse 18 to 23, King Darius, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with him, but you know that he fasted 
Because when Daniel, guess what? When he got, when the King Darius, you know, he was tricked as a sign of all to put his friend Daniel in grave danger. So a law was passed that for 30 days no one could pray to or ask for help from anyone or any other deity except the king. And the king, he signed it. And the man who wrote that knew that uh, Daniel prayed three times a day to God. You know, so basically it was a trap for Daniel. And guess what they said, Daniel, you know, this into the lion's den, you know. Um, and during this time, King Darius, he was actually fasting, <laughs> you know, because Daniel was a great, good friend of his, you know. Um, and we know what happened, of course, that uh, Daniel survived with the lions. And I believe uh, I believe the king, he was so upset or whatever, that he threw those people in there who uh, had actually made up that law decree. Um of course, another one is Daniel again. We had where we have the Daniel fast. The people, a lot of people are doing right now during the season with he with him and uh, the Hebrews. I believe the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abed, and go whatever who go. Uh, and Daniel chapter ten, verse one to three, it says well, they ate no pleasant bread or meat. Um, actually, no, that's a different one. That's a different. One. This particular fast was actually the one where. Uh, Daniel had had a vision, and he was trying to have an understanding of what what it meant, you know. And, of course, we know that he did this for, uh, I believe, 21 days. <clears throat> and he kept on pushing for three weeks. And then we know that when the angel came, he said, hey, I was on my way the very first day he fast, but there was an interference in the spiritual realm that was going on where uh, the prince Persia, I believe that's who was, hindered him. So another angel had to come along and help, and he was able to get there after 21 days um, to give Daniel the message to his prayer. So that's very important for us to know that uh, the Father is always listening. Um, as soon as we pray, you know, we can be confident that uh, our answer is on its way, and sometimes it's not coming when we want. And one reason it could be because we're not ready to do it. We're not being consistent in our lives. Another reason could be, which I believe a lot of reasons it is, is that it's a hindrance in the spiritual atmosphere going on with the enemy. And that's, they, I believe we had some teachers on that before, and I'm sure Dorothy, she has many teachers, and I believe she even teaches too, about the spiritual warfare that's going on, the demons of, the demons of fallen angels that are hindering people's prayers and messengers. They fighting, you know, they don't want you to get the answer. They want you to stop believing. They don't want they want you to be discouraged. They don't want your answer to come. They don't want to see you be blessed. The enemy doesn't want that so he's going to do whatever he can, you know. Um, another scripture uh, is like the, uh, our Lord and Savior. We know this one. Jesus fasted before he was tempted by Satan. He fasted 40 days when he was in the wilderness, you know. Um, so this was all in preparation because he knew that uh, Satan was going to come to tempt him, so he was getting ready for it, you know. Um, Paul, and that scripture, I'm sorry, that's in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Um, we have Paul, he fasted after his conversion. So remember when he had to, on the road to Damascus, and uh, he had been persecuted in the church, and the Lord had blinded him, and then for three days, Paul had fasted, you know. Um, that's in Acts chapter 9, verses 1 through 9. 
Um, so that's another example. Um, then we have church elders who were, who fasted in Acts chapter 13, verse 1 to 3. Uh, Barnabas took Paul to Antioch, and the older Christians saw something, and the new converts that the others could not see. And Barnabas actually worked to train Paul to the teachings of Christianity. And after a time of fasting and prayer, the Holy Spirit took the leaders of the church to separate Paul and Barnabas for special works. Um, and so these two men, they began to go on their journey. Um, so those are just a, a few examples of a fasting um, from Scripture that I, that I came to mind. Um one other thing I wanted to, to point out fast and um, ask the question, of, does prayer change God's mind and does fasting change God's mind? So, you know, when we're praying and fasting, um, I believe uh, some people believe that when we're praying and fasting, that we're, we're trying to convince God of something or trying to change his mind about a certain situation. Like say, for example, um, um, someone is, is fasting because uh, they they want a job. They want they want this job to hire them, and they think that uh, by fasting or praying that God's gonna maybe send an angel down and tell that person to say yes, <laughs> like yeah, hire that hire that guy, you know. Um, <clears throat> but in reality, uh, fasting and prayer, you know. It's, it's not changing our father's mind, you know. The father, he's already going to have in his mind if he's going to say make that person or not make, but guide or lead that person to say yes or no about hiring you. Um, what uh, fasting does is actually it changes your mind from focusing on the things of the world to uh, focusing on the, the things that the father wants you to focus on, Um uh, that's why the, the scriptures, Paul says that we shouldn't be carnally minded. That's why we should set our minds on things above, um, not the things of the world, you know. Um, even uh, and Peter, he says that we, we are uh, not of this world. You know, we are peculiar people, a chosen generation, a, whole, a holy nation, um, the first Peter. So fasting is a way of, of preparing us to be that type of person, but it's also changing our minds so we can come into alignment to how our father is already thinking, you know. So it's not, no, we, we were fasting and like, oh, yes, I got God to change his mind about this thing. No, that's not what's happening. It's uh, more like we're beginning to see things the same way the father sees it. Um, at least that's, that's my understanding of what the fasting does. Because I believe our father, he always wants to bless us. If there's someone sick in your life, if it's even you that's sick, I believe he always wants to heal. You know, I know sometimes it doesn't happen. As far as the particular reasons of why it doesn't happen, I I can't speak on that. I don't know either way or, way or why it doesn't. But um, I believe that the purpose and plan of our Father is for that to happen. But I just believe things that we can't see or can't understand right now prevents that from happening Some many times. Um, but that's that's all that I had about fasting or reason to fast and why to fast and some scriptures to uh, <clears throat> fast on. Uh, Dorothy, do you have anything you want to say or add to it on that one? No, I think 
I think you're right. It's not when we fast, we're not changing Father's will or mind on something. We are, um, let me see, we're tuning ourselves in to his will for us when we fast because it clears away fleshly things that we're dealing with, like food or whatever we're fasting, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that, that's about all. I'm, I mean, it's a, it's a good thing to fast because if your goal is to draw closer to Father, then fasting is a good way to do that. Yes. Right? And also another another thing um, about fasting is, is something I just thought about, and this is not really a spiritual thing, but I say fasting is a very good, healthy thing to do for your body. Uh, you, it gives your body a break. Um, uh, you know, when you're eating food, your digestive system is working, your body is working, and, like, your your cells that are supposed to be healing your body or whatever, they got to devote all the, a lot of energy and all that to breaking down food and all this kind of thing. But if you're, you're fasting, that's something that they don't really have to worry about at that time, so your body can spend a lot of energy healing and, and regenerating tissues and cells and I'm not a doctor or a nutritionist, but I've I've heard that many times before that uh, that's is one of the benefits of uh of fasting. Um as far as like being being healthy physically. Uh, yeah, they're just finding yeah. that out now in the scientific world. You know, the real scientific world, not the junk science world. <laughs> they're just yeah. full of beans. But um yeah, the fasting is very good for the body as well as the spirit and the soul. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's one thing that's interesting is uh, like even many of the things uh, that we that we are all have already been in scripture. A lot of the scientists are finding out like. And they're and they're not even looking at the Bible, but they're saying, okay, you know, this is not good for you to eat this. But it was already in in the scripture. And then, like so a Christian will see, like read one of those articles or peer reviewed scholars thing, and then they'll they'll connect the dots and they'll say, see, even the scientists, you know, they know and they're able to use that to create knowledge. You know, of course, support of the things of of God, our, our Father God, you know. He's just not saying this so we can he can be mean like oh no you can't do this you can't do that and blah 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 this or that but these are things he's trying to do to benefit us to have have our life our lifespan increase while we're here <coughs> so that we can have an enjoyable pleasant life you know um, so yeah that's very 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 important um, yeah so I, and also one thing about fasting a lot of times. Many churches, I see they do it at the beginning of the year. I want to encourage you, if, if you're fasting, just don't do it at the beginning of the year. Um, maybe you might want to do something like once a week, and I'm not just talking about food, but it could be maybe talking on the telephone, maybe, and not the whole week. Um, maybe it's just like one day or one hour or like a lunch break or like even a 15-minute break. Like, okay, like you're at work, and instead of 15 minutes spending, uh, okay, usually 15 minutes I'm on my phone 
during my break, I'm talking to one of my coworkers at the water cooler. Noah said, like, okay, I'm going to take this time and I'm going to go to the break room. I'm going to go outside if it's, if it's warm enough in your area. I'm going to go out there and walk. or I'm going to just go to the restroom um, where I can be along with myself and just focus on the things of God. You know, it could be 15 minutes, it could be an hour, where, wherever it is. And to have, to have like, a, a lifestyle of that, of, of consecration to God, that way you don't never know when things are going to happen or pop up or someone at your your job may actually need clarity. They might come to you and ask you for something, and the Holy Spirit, you know, while you have that clarity in mind, you always be, be ready to guide them. It might be even a book that the, the Holy Spirit has you to bring, and, he, and it might be something particularly for that person that they need or a podcast or whatever it may be that you're listening to. So I want to encourage you just don't like, oh, okay, I did this in January. I don't need to do it the rest of the year. And the same thing with prayer, too. Okay, you say, okay, I prayed in the morning. I don't need to pray throughout the rest of the day. Paul says pray without ceasing. You know, and that's not saying you're walking around. You can't even, even talk to people <laughs> because, like, no, I'm, I'm praying to God. I can't talk to you right now. No, not, not like that or whatever. It's like just whenever you have a free moment or free time, like, oh, I'm going to take like two minutes to talk to God right now, and I'm going to take this ten minutes, you know. All of us have our different schedules, you know, but for God, he's eternity. He has, he can hear all of us at, at the same time, you know. So I just want to encourage you to, to have a, a facet and a prayer, prayer lifestyle. That's the correct um, pronunciation of that. Um, yes. Um, well, that is, excuse me. That is all that I have for um, this evening on the topic of fasting. Um, I'll close in prayer. I want to again encourage you to listen to the other podcasts that are on the different media outlets that are on YouTube, Vimeo, um, SoundCloud, um, SoundBit. I always forget that one. (laughs) Um, But also the book. Yeah, Bit it's bit true, yeah, bit true. Um, and also the um, also the uh, book Manifest Destiny Path Towards Wisdom. If you would like a copy of it, I will mail it off to you. Um, you can email me at my email address, Doctor Mirj D R M E R E J A Y at gmail dot com, or you can visit my webpage, www.jamere.org. And it's got a form you can fill out. <clears throat> and even if you don't want it for yourself, you can get it for one of your friends, family members, coworkers. And I believe it will, it will bless them. And it's not a book where you got to read it all the way through. You can just start at one chapter and you can read one chapter. You know, you can start at chapter eight or you can start at chapter six, however you want to do it. But most people, they like to just read it all the way through when they get it. <laughs> you know, um, I had one, one guy, he told me, he read it in one day. I'm like, Really? He's like, yeah. He said uh, that his wife was cooking cooking food for him, and he didn't even want to eat because he wanted to, to uh, finish the book. <laughs> he was so excited about it. So, But people just have different reading paths and all those kind of things. So I just want to encourage you with that. I'll, I'll close in prayer. Um, remember, again, to keep our nation lifted up. That's up to our federal workers um, during this time. And also lift up our utility workers, those people where the power lines are down. We don't want any of those guys to get hurt. 
uh, with electricity. People, some people have war without electricity, so let's lift them up too. Um, Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy, Father. I lift up all the listeners, God. Father, um, bless them in their finances, God. Bless them in their health, their relationships with God, in their careers. Um, help them to grow closer towards you during this time, Father. And also, Father Lord, um, I lift up um, <clears throat> I lift up our federal workers, Father Lord, again. I lift up the, the utility workers, Father Lord, that you would God lead and protect them, Father. Protect them from hurt, harm, and danger, Father. We thank you for your your power. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. <laughs> In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 And I just like to add, pray for pray for Donald Trump to have spiritual discernment in this time. And remember all these people that see him as a Cyrus. Cyrus was very instrumental in getting the wall built. But he also needed Ezra and Nehemiah. So and the Levites. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so remember it is. So, let's keep let's let's keep him let's keep him in a prayer too. It's a lot that he he he's dealing with and going through, you know, and things that we don't see that happen behind the scenes. Um and I know he got he's got um some ministry people that are helping him and guide them. One of the people I can think of a particular very powerful minister, um Jensen Jensen Franklin, I I believe he's on his uh Spiritual, <coughs> excuse me, advisory team. I remember to keep them lifted up too, so he can. He has a very, like, a, I believe, a direct line of influence to him. So that's a remember to do those things. And we need to well, to bind the the demonics behind. Um, I'm trying to say this nicely because they really tick me off with their behavior. But that, like the behind the Democrats that are being foolish and standing against God's will, we know they're being influenced by the demonic. Because we we don't wrestle against human beings; we wrestle against uh, the spirits in high places. So, and and pray for their salvation. And and poor Ruth Ginsburg. Pray for her salvation because I think she'll be leaving us soon. And now, uh, who is that right there? That's the Supreme Court justice. She okay, hasn't okay. been back to she hasn't been back to work uh, since her lung surgery. They had can- found cancer in her lungs, and they filled her full of chemo, which is very poisonous stuff. But uh, I mean, she's old. But I don't believe she's saved either from what I read about her behavior and and the books she's written and the things she's tried to do that are ungodly. So generally speaking, those who are saved do not do ungodly things, you know? So, yeah. And pray for the bill that they're trying to get through um, the House about no funding of planned parent. Parenthood ever, ever, ever. Oh, they trying to I didn't know they were trying to do that one. 
Oh, yes. And, of course, the Democrats are trying to get through, you know, fun plan ha- parenthood, and you can have an abortion any time within the term of the pregnancy. And it's just, it... Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, so there's a big thing about abortion right now, and we need to pray Father's will to our government and our, our yeah. representatives. So we need to pray his will be done in this matter. Because, yeah. because this this is a big, abortion is a big blood sacrifice to Molech. It just is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it is. abortion is yes, very, very And remember when they do abortions, they let the blood go, go down the drain? So where does that go? Oh. So where is that, that blood sacrifice just taints the whole country? So we need to really pray about this now. We have a chance to get things done properly. So let's pray into Father's will on that one. And I think that's all I have to say. I don't know where that came from, but I just... <laughs> and I've been praying for Nancy Pelosi. His father told me to. So pray for Nancy Pelosi. Pray she pray she sees Proverbs six. Um, she's just been so rebellious. And she needs eyes to see and ears to hear. And she's getting a lot of her uh, religious understanding from the Catholic Church, so which is not entirely accurate. So, thanks yeah. for coming, yeah. everybody. Keep up your yeah. prayer. Keep up your fasting. Um. Jameer, you need some oil of oregano. <laughs> you know what? I got some in the mail today. <laughs> Did you? I got some. That's, uh, yeah. That stuff is so good. Some black seed oil. Oh, that's good too. So, Father gave us all the herbs of the earth for healing. We don't have to always come to Him for healing, although that is nice to have that option. Yeah. But he gave us all that stuff, you know, so we need to use it because I think that's spiritual too, in a sense, not oh, yeah. strictly, but if if you're taking what he gave you to heal, you know, he, I still think he's doing the work behind it. So acknowledge him when you take the, the herbs and supplements and, Say thank you, Father, for this stuff. So, yes. So everybody have a blessed week, and hopefully Jameer will be back with us next week. We'll see. Yes, yes. Um, I plan. I plan on being it. Being next week, I wanted wanted. I say I wanted to do one on missions, like some inter, international ministries and missions. I wanted to talk about some of the things that was going on over the over there, and some of the ministries about the people getting saved and people going to the Muslim countries and then just some testimonies that I heard from some of the ministry. Yeah, that's very uplifting, hearing all that stuff. And and it's good to know. And we do have to keep the Christians 
and China lift it up as well because they're going through a bit of a persecution. Oh, yes, they are, yeah. Yeah, they are. So you have to send me the blurb and the title on that one for next okay. week. Uh, yeah, I will. I would, I'll make sure I do that one. Okay, so I know what to say in the creation oh. of the program. Um, so Father bless everybody, and obviously lift Jameer's congestion up. Mm-hmm. So keep him in prayer. Keep yes. all the teachers in prayer because they, they go through trials too, you know, just like the rest yes. of us. So. <laughs> so good night, everyone, and Father bless. Good night.